Award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. we got a great show lined up for you today. Barry is helping me co-host. You've mm-hmm. seen him in studio glad here, here. Yeah. lately. He's uh, helping me out today. Thanks for being here, Barry. Thank you. Um, I'm excited about today. We're going to be talking about Fleet Camo. It's a local company here in Middle Tennessee, and I'm excited to dive in and learn about this pattern and, and the technology behind it. Uh, but before we do that, I just wanted to touch on a radio station. Barry's going to help kick that off today. Yeah, that's right. We've got 23 radio stations that partner with us, and today we're highlighting WBMC out of McMinnville. Uh, they run Wildcast on Sundays at 12.30 to 1 p.m., and you can go to their website at 960wbmc.com. Of course, you can go to our website, tnwildlife.org, and click on the tab for Stay Connected uh, and check out Wildcast. Yeah, Wildcast is right there when you when you drop the get to that page you've got the the video there you've got links to some of the podcasting platforms that we host on i mean it's just on just about every podcasting app out there and it's all about staying connected you know yeah stay Uh, connected if if there's news with uh, with the agency we're probably going to be talking about it and if there's news about the outdoors we've got that too so uh keep keep in touch with us there you go there you go barry what's happening in uh, march bass masters bass master classic we're going to be up uh up there um the 23rd 24th 25th 26th uh working uh just meeting and greeting people talking about uh uh, the classic and helping out with uh that event so it's a big deal you know i mean uh you got some of the best bass fishermen in the in the country going to be there so Mm -hmm. if you get a chance come out and see it come see us and and uh, have a good time you're gonna have a booth gonna have a trailer there maybe some archery and we're gonna be partnering with uh, uh, a couple of different agencies and have a booth up there talking about the bill dance trail yeah signature lakes uh, yeah yeah and so it it, it'll be nice nice time so come see us that weekend of uh, march 24th uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee. And that's my birthday, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Just kidding. Early. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it, you know, that, that's kind of kicking off our, our fishing season. I know some people have been out fishing already, but uh, it's a great time of year to be out on the water. Uh, always, as always, be safe, wear a life jacket. Water's still going to be good and cold for us, but the fish, to the fish, it's it's prime time so uh, yeah. get out there and win a line catch some fish and, and enjoy you know the warmer weather so. I, I would say some of the products we're going to talk about today would be great for fishing too I mean you know people who like to wade fish it, it keep you kind of camoed you know keep you blending in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said don't wear a bright orange shirt or bright yellow when yeah. you're wading you know fishing. if you're ever wading and it, this was one thing I was told when I, when I was catching smallmouth they're like you're not you're not fishing you're hunting you know you see you gotta you gotta blend in <laughs> there you go so the guy you see, i learned a lot of stuff from wore camo when he was fishing for smallmouth and wading so uh yeah there's some there's something to that but um uh, really i mean we're rolling into turkey season i mean we're two what two and two weeks away on yeah. two and a half weeks away oh, while we're on it turkey season april uh, uh, september 24 that's fall what? never mind jump it down, jump <laughs> it down. <laughs> wrong block hold on spring turkey young sportsman hunt april 8th and the 9th yep uh and then the shotgun archery season is april 15th through may 28th one bearded turkey per day not to exceed two per season and only one can be a jake that's right uh if you go to our website tnwildlife.org you'll see 
some of the graphics that are in the guide about uh, how you can identify the difference between a Jake and a Tom. And you know, there's a lot of a lot of people just getting into it, and that's that's handy information. Uh, if you are just getting into it, and you you may need some assistance, look for somebody that's uh, already out there been turkey hunting. Turkey hunters are notorious for wanting to take somebody and call a bird in. And so, just talk to them. Uh, yeah. you, somebody will be like, "Yeah, I'll take you." And so, that is that is probably one of the. Uh, I, actually, that's how I got into it. Somebody said, "You you tried turkey hunting?" I said, "Yeah, I didn't didn't do any good." And he's like, "I'll take you." <laughs> Killed my first bird with somebody, and I didn't know anything about turkey hunting. So, uh, find somebody that that enjoys it. Um, they'll they'll enjoy taking you as much as they enjoy hunting themselves so yeah it's and those of us that really do enjoy getting out there uh, uh we we get a kick out of seeing somebody learn it seeing and somebody else do yeah, it yeah yeah so awesome uh i look i look forward to turkey season every year just because of that it's a more social hunt you know and mm-hmm. yeah. you can't beat it like turkey hunting there it's like the most active. It's so much fun. Like uh, it, it beats the deer stand sitting in cold and just waiting. <laughs> Turkey hunting, it's warmer. It's nicer. You're running around. You're calling. You're talking to birds yeah. and getting them close. Like the energy gets out. It gets yeah, high quickly. And you can talk to each other. You're like, yeah. you're strategizing <laughs> yep. while you're out there. What, what, yeah. what should we do? It's, it's exciting. Uh, it's it's fun. And uh, so if you haven't if you haven't turkey hunted and you've thought about wanting to go, uh, this is a great time of year to start making some plans. And, uh, you know, of course, our season's two weeks later this year, and that's, uh, that's uh, part of the commission's decision to try and help our turkey population, and we mm-hmm. hope that's going to work. And uh, we'll, we'll be looking at that. And, uh, of course, uh, the green up around here really doesn't happen until about – you know, mid-April, so uh, it's probably going to help a lot of people as far as cover. Of course, today we're talking about camo. Yeah, and, <laughs> good transition, know. Barry. <laughs> Excellent transition. Camouflage is, you know, I, for me, when I'm in the woods and it's completely wide open, camouflage is uh, crucial. Um, as it starts greening up, you know, it, it's still going to be one of those things that's going to help you get away mm-hmm. with you know, a little bit of movement. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> we're not perfect. You know, when that bird's coming in. So, let's let's talk about you and and what what you got going on here with this camo company. So, yeah, yeah. We this company we started launched this in 2019. Uh, it was started in Minnesota and we relocated down to Tennessee when COVID hit. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's just been a party house, man. We've had so much fun doing this. We designed the camo. Our philosophy is very much a breakup camo. And so it's contrasting colors because in our eyes, a turkey or a deer are not going to notice the micro details mm-hmm. of that twig at mm-hmm. 30 yards. We wouldn't be able to see it. Definitely, yeah. Uh, so the goal is really to try to get the colors to contrast and to break up your silhouette in the woods. Uh, with turkeys, it's a little bit different because their vision is way much better. Uh, and so we're working on some turkey patterns to really to hone in so you can do your own style. You can do a breakup pattern for turkey with our early harvest pattern, and then we're coming out with a timber pattern that is uh, more of a darker pattern to fit into that. Uh, I jumped ahead. I didn't even introduce you. <laughs> I got, I'm William. <laughs> no, I think that's great. Uh, so we're talking with William Spalding and and, and Gabriel Stoll. Uh, they're with Fleet Camo. Uh, so you kind of touched on it just a little bit, but how did you get into this business? You you're not a you weren't originally a camo guy. No, I so I used to I was in the healthcare world, ran cancer centers, worked at LifePoint, and just had 
uh, was knee deep in healthcare, and I got tired of it. Didn't have to be there, and uh, found this company and acquired it and worked with the founder. And uh, when COVID hit, everything went up in the air. Like it was just a total mess for us. Mm. And so we were able to get everything streamlined. And at that point it was like, everything was here. So we relocated everything down to Franklin. Uh, We're down on Seaboard Lane, uh, have 15,000 square feet there, just having a party. And uh, we really got knee deep into camo. And so like where I find our niche is really, we develop our own fabrics. So like we're not taking cookie cutter fabrics and printing them like we are custom developing the fabrics. So like the best I'm wearing right now is developed by Primalop. We worked with them to fine tune it. Mm. We're fine tuning. We came out with the first alpaca base layer that's in the hunting industry. Wow. We're coming out with a Yaxwool blend base layer. Uh, we develop uh, pretty much every fabric is custom developed. And so we're looking at our specs. So we want durability. We want abrasion resistance. We want waterproofing. We want breathability stats. Uh, we really go down the wormhole uh, on the tech of the fabrics. Because at the end of the day, like, it's got to be cool. It's got to function. But it's also got to last you. Yeah. Nothing's worse than having, you know, spend $200 on a jacket and it lasts you a season or two. <laughs> our gear, you got to have it three, four, five years. Yeah. I think it's amazing the, the technology behind the clothing these days. You know, growing up. Hunting, you know, you went to Walmart or something. They didn't have them. my generation. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was like, I had to like wear adult clothes when I was like six years old, yeah. and rolling up the sleeves, and I didn't even have wool socks that fit me. Like, <laughs> yeah, but there's just so many new companies and new technology out there that people are thinking about how to stay cool or, or stay warmer or not sweat so much or you know whatever it may be. It's just amazing the work that goes into it. I just think of it like when you're walking out in God's country and the weather's just spitting at you mm-hmm. and if you have the right gear, like it just brings the energy. Like you just get so <laughs> excited. Like I got this and you can take people out there. It's freezing. It's hot and whatever condition, when you have the right gear and you just have fun, it, you're always going to go back. Uh, it's when you don't have the good situation, you don't have fun. That's when people are like, eh, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I tell people all the time. They're like, Oh, I don't want to go out there. It's so cold. No, it's not cold. And they're like, it's freezing. I'm like, yeah, but if you're if you're dressed right, I mean, you're you're in good shape. Yep. I mean, if you if you're dressed for the weather, uh, you're you're ahead of the game. But the camo, I, I look at it, and it, to me, you, you what you're talking about contrast. I see, uh, in, uh, maybe influences from different camos from my past. You mm-hmm. know, like ASAT, I see that. I see some Predator. I mean, it it's really got. I mean. I guess you're going for that distance. So it, at 30 yards, it totally breaks up. Uh-huh. At 30 yards, you're not going to see all the contrasting colors. I could barely see you coming in the door. <laughs> <laughs> but with people forget, like, the biggest source out there is light from the sun mm-hmm. and all the reflections you get. And so when you're walking through the woods, like, you think, oh, I need to look like that tree. Well, no, the, there's leaves everywhere. There's light refraction everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's much more of a high contrast in environment than you realize. And so like at 50 yards in some camo, you're just a solid object. Right. And uh, that works for some people, but for us and what our philosophy is that like everything we're shooting at is minimum 30 yards Mm -hmm. out to max 200, but 300, 400 yards. But like at that distance, you're not going to notice unless you have the high contrasting colors. Mm -hmm. That's super important. And so that you break up with all the lights, all the different colors out there, you want to have, you want to blend at that distance. Right. Yeah. Well, now I will say this. I, I've often told people, you know, the best camo in the world is Carhartt uh, overalls, you know, because <laughs> a deer disappears every time I, he stands still. But with us, I mean, 
we're trying to move in the woods, you know, and, yeah. and we need to be able to move. And that that uh, that contrast uh, that that it is helps. a benefit. Yeah, it it happened. Yeah, it can give you that extra. As I said, it's just an edge. Like camo is not the solution mm-hmm. to everything. It just gives you that extra edge. Uh, it may give you an extra five seconds when that deer's at ten yards, that bird's at twenty yards, uh, and gives you that little advantage to get that shot off. And uh, I think I think what I heard you say is, you know, we're not just camo. This is more of a camo system. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's so many so many layers. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a full complete system. So yeah, we run waterproofing. We run base layers, mid layers, vests, insulation. We pretty much stick to a lot of our base layers are now straight out of PolarTech, made in Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, and then a lot of our waterproofing is made out of Japan with Tore, which is some really fancy fabric that has incredible breathability statistics on it. Uh, and then we try to just keep it all in our deadfall and early harvest two patterns right now. Okay. And so you've mentioned turkey hunting. Is that the early harvest? Is that That's what we that's what we're hunting in right now. But so this past year when turkey season opened April 1, it was not greened up. We were hunting in mm-hmm. deadfall because it was, right. it was straight up fall still. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that it's 2 weeks later, I think we're definitely there's going to be green up and we're going to be in the in the early harvest camo. Okay. Well, I can see how this this pattern here is great for the deer hunter in the tree stand because once you get up there in the fall, oh, there's no leaves. No so, leaves. So you know it's it's this you, is what you look like. It's this exactly what, it what like. you look like. If I you don't even see anyone, I can show you pictures at 30 yards, 40 yards. When you're 20 feet up in a tree, you just disappear. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Well, let's dive into the layers a little bit more because I'm. I'm new to to layering up for the outdoors. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm used to put on thermal underwear and then put on a couple of layers, whatever it may be, you know, sweatpants or whatever, and then the camo on top of that. But but you guys have the technology. Like I think this looks like a base layer to me. Am I wrong? That's that wrong. Gabe's wearing okay. Well, that's like a, a early season outerwear type thing. Okay. So like, what I recommend ev- all the time, every time. Polar Tech makes a silkweed base layers that we're running that's power dry and it instantly wicks everything off your skin. So if you want to stay warm, regardless when it's hot out, cold out, wearing a base layer, it gets that sweat off your skin is so crucial. But you always hear the guys that layer up, wore all this clothes and then they walked in and they froze sweated. out. They sweated. <laughs> sweated. It and that, that's just an yeah. instant game stop right there. And so like you want to stay dry keep all that sweat off your skin and so silk weight base layers that's what the military use that's what the marines use like that's the way to roll and so we run a silk weight base layer and then when it's really cold the ultimate solution is we run then a polar tech heavy base layer over that Mm -hmm. i swear that the combination of those two fabrics it stretches like you've never seen before like it just moves like I could go run a mile in this thing and be good to go. I don't know if anyone would want to see me running a mile <laughs> in base layers. <laughs> me either. <laughs> but it, it is unbelievable. And then we then work with Primaloft for a lot of our insulation. Okay. And we are running the top-grade insulation right now. So Primaloft makes a lot of the insulation for the military. And the Primaloft Gold, they combine that with Aerogel. And so aerogel is insulation that's used in low gravity outer space, so space stations, high altitude flights. Uh, it's just wow. a gel. 
And so, but what that does in zero pressure, it maintains loft. Loft is warm. So like when you see puppy mm-hmm. jackets, mm-hmm. you got to have the loft. You got to have that puppiness because that's where all the warmth is stored. Uh-huh. And so the aerogel gives it that extra loft, even under compression, and allows more warmth to be stored into it. And so they took the warmest synthetic insulation on the market, combined it with aerogel, and just ramped the stats through the roof. Wow. Uh, and so it's incredibly, it's like the highest warmth to weight ratio you can get in insulation now. Uh, and probably, you, not that, probably not that thick. No, it's not. It's yeah. So it's like the way uh, synthetic insulation is made is it's straight up one sheet of fabric, and then they're building the piles off of that. Uh, so think of like a spider web that's sticking from a sheet. Uh, and so it stays in place. So like the, the mm-hmm. downside with goose down is the insulation can move around. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you pack it up a lot, it, you're breaking the insulation down. The synthetic lasts a much longer. It's much more durable, and especially more important, like if you get wet, the synthetic is always going to retain the higher warmth to weight ratio than goose down. Once goose down gets wet, you're pretty much done at that point. It's not going to maintain any loft. Hmm. Uh, but so we've looked at Goose Down. Uh, it's still warm. I would say that's the warmest hmm. out there, but there are some downsides when it gets wet. It's not good. It right. uh, doesn't function as, as desirable. Right. And then it's also tough to like maintaining it. It's just, it's not as durable as synthetic. And then uh, it just can be challenging when you start looking at how the stats work. So like making sure you have six ounces of every panel to maintain the exact warmth, it's just harder because you're literally taking feathers and stuffing them into a jacket. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you may not get consistent warmth across the entire body. And so synthetic just is more... Reliable, I guess. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So then that then you got your outer layer that goes on top of the insulation. That's kind of, you know, you say insulation, I think that's the base layer, but that's not the base layer. That's the mid layer, I That's guess. the mid layer. Yeah. And okay. so like you want to, when you're walking in, like you build up warmth. And so, like, you build up tons of warmth. And so, like, we look at it. I don't know if you guys ever heard of clo values, uh, but, like, an R value on an insulation in a house, Mm -hmm. that's what we look at, those numbers. Okay. And so, like, when you're walking, you're building up energy, but you're also combating the weather. And so, like, this works back into an equation called a clo value that's built for clothing Mm -hmm. and tells you the insulation value that you're going to have. But you know if you build up too many clothes while walking your energy output, you're going to get smoked. And so you want to maintain the right clothes values when you're wearing jackets and everything. So when you're walking in, you don't need to wear all that stuff. And so we tell people all our insulation packs up into a little pouch and whatnot. And so you carry that in. And then once you get stagnant, if your deer season, it's cold, like you want to wait till you get completely dry and get a little cold. Mm -hmm. I always tell people, get a little cold, that's better. Okay. Then put on all that insulation, yeah, and you build up that warmth again. You're good to go. I've always said, uh, you know, when you're driving to your spot, don't turn the heat on. No, <laughs> roll that window down. <laughs> Stay cold. Stay cold. I swear, with this technology, and then the the, the tethered saddle. I mean, you're. Uh, I think that's a lethal combination. Right I there. know it is deadly. That's pretty much. We started saddle hunting about three years ago, and like at first, like we were not. We had no idea what we were doing. Like, we were building up so much heat, sweating up. I'm no, curse, yeah. cursing with aiders, going up thick, <laughs> in the dark, making noise. Yeah. And now, like, our system's totally changed. Like, over three years, like, you just tinker with it. Like, clothing, it's all a tinker. And you just work and get your system dialed. But when, once it's rocking and rolling, like, oh, my God, it's so much fun. You can mm. cruise up a tree in five seconds yeah. and sit there all day. doesn't matter what Mother Nature's thrown at you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Well, Gabriel, let's jump over to you, buddy. Uh, you're in the media side of things for, yeah. the, for the company. So tell us what you do and kind of a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I grew up hunting and was always filming my hunts. This I was always, something I was always passionate about. And, yeah. Um, 
yeah, I just I've I've loved hunting and all that, and I moved down. I grew up in Pennsylvania, I moved down here, and got connected with Lead Outdoors. Was that two almost two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago, and been like taking pictures, filming for them ever since, and it's been really fun. I've I've learned a lot about fabrics. Oh, I yeah. never thought I would, but mm. I've really like every time I go into the store now, like I'm almost touching the clothing. <laughs> oh, what's this fabric? Like I, that's similar to that one. You better not be buying that stuff in that. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be this. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. But I've really like with with hunting and all that. I've worn a lot of different clothing and uh -huh. just like the not too many years I've hunted, but I've really got to experience the warmth and uh, durability and like the the flexibility of wearing like the this kind of hunting clothing and it's very it's very unique it's different than everything i've worn and um on, on these cold days especially in canada we're yeah. in canada that was the biggest test <laughs> we're hunting negatives up there wow. negative 40 degrees negative 40 and like i just had yeah. that was celsius yeah. negative 40 yeah. celsius but still <laughs> 30 mile per hour winds hilltop yeah six thousand feet seven thousand feet it was brutal very so, cold yeah. but i found us wearing like I thought I was gonna be wearing like insane amount of layers, and it's like only three layers: base layer, mid layer, and then like the, I had the puffy jacket on top yeah. of that, and like, like it was a little, it was totally fine. Yeah. I feel the like it makes open. you more mobile too, though, right? Absolutely. I mean, it makes it easier for the hunter, especially if you're archery, yeah. like, and if you're drawing a bow and moving around and constant, like that stuff, you get constrictions, you get anxious. Like I just like if I can't move, how I, I get mm -hmm. really grumpy and like I start oh. getting. Yelling at myself like, why can't I do this? <laughs> I'm yeah. like getting an old man. <laughs> <laughs> old man. Hey, I will tell you this: if if I'm wearing a, a camo, I don't care what it is. If I'm in the woods and I can't move, if I can't climb, it, it drives me nuts, and I, I will not wear that camo again. <laughs> Just because of that, if I if I can't, you know, I can't move anyways. But if I can't move and stretch as far as I normally would when I'm climbing, it it, it it uh, it frustrates me. Mm -hmm. So, um, talking about talking about that mobility that this camo, your your cuts, I guess, are, are in the, or the stretch. What is it? So it's all about getting the stretch aligned. So like. I'm going to go back to fabric, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. but like, it's all, so like two way stretch and getting the, the weft and how the stretch works built in correctly. Mm -hmm. And so like, you don't want to have a panel that's going the opposite direction. You want it to move with you, stretch with you. And so like four way stretch is awesome, but sometimes four way stretch does not get as much. So like, it's sometimes better to have a two way stretch that stretches more than having four way stretch. And so like, you can work the stretch panels in just right mm -hmm. and getting the designs with the gussets and all the zipper alignments and getting everything tailored to the body, get the knee articulation built in, mm -hmm. all those elements drive towards a simple pant. But yeah. that simple pant, like once you wear it, you know, like, this is awesome. But like you would never tell someone like, oh, this is the, you know, this is what we did this pan. Like you can't understand it until you wear it. And then once you wear it, you're like, this is awesome. Oh yeah. I, uh, I, I always tell my wife, I'm like, spend, spend the money on dress clothes. Cause uh, it's better. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you enjoy your clothes, but same thing with camo. I, it, if you got, if you've got gear that number one, keeps you warm, keeps you dry, but you're is wearable mm -hmm. and uh what i'm hearing from this is is you've thought you've put work into making a a system where you know your mobility is not going to be regulated nope. and you're talking about keeping warm with not a lot of bulk yep. and that's important to me because i i do hunt out of a saddle and i i don't want to carry a <laughs> giant you know wad of 
warm clothes <laughs> up the tree. We're standing on like a 16-inch yeah, platform yeah. in a tree. Yeah, and like, exactly. You got ropes and everything, and the last thing you want to do is like put on this giant parka from World War II. <laughs> or, have, like, <laughs> or have to wait until you cool down, you know, yeah. where are you going to put that, yep. you know? And so, yeah, I I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm, I'm liking it. Yeah. Um, what where do you where do you see yourself going from here? So we are going into Turkey with a turkey pattern, dark timber, and then we are also looking to stand up fishing. Uh, and <laughs> see, I told you there was some signs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so yeah, that is that is the direction we're heading. Uh, as we continue to grow, we need to be targeting our customers through the whole spectrum of the year. Yeah. Uh, because on every guy that buys our clothes buys more clothes mm -hmm. and so like they want more and they i'm not able to <laughs> scratch that itch as much and so like i want year round when they're going fishing this is what they want to wear because everyone loves the fabric we're putting out the designs we're putting out i just need to have it on the shelves for them uh and so to get them out fishing out turkey hunting all that year round live the dream man like yeah yeah that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> and like you said i mean being able, to, you're you're working in it now, and you yeah. get to do more of it. But when we want to go, we got to have the stuff, you know. And and if we've got better quality gear, it makes it more of a, a more fun. positive experience. Yeah, more fun. Yeah. Uh, you you have if you have fun, you're just going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And I tell like we make cunning clothes, but at the end of the day, our mission is comfort above all else. It has to be comfortable because that means you're going to have fun. If you have fun, you're going to continue to go out. You're going to continue to enjoy the outdoors. You're going to continue to buy hunting license. You're going to do all that. It all stops when you don't have fun. Yeah. It, it ends there. Uh, that's, I don't know why people go to golf. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> golf is fun. I enjoy golf. Oh, yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a serious I'll debate. work ammo. I'll work ammo. <laughs> Uh, well, I want to make sure I mention this. Made in Tennessee, which I think is awesome. Uh, we've had a lot of Tennessee companies on the show here late, uh, lately with Tethered and Troy and, and and you guys. It's just amazing to see all the manufacturers yeah. and companies that are coming to Tennessee. Uh, made in America, Made in Tennessee is awesome. Uh, I think that's cool to touch on. And, and we haven't touched on the affordability. You know, looking at your site, it, it, you're right there in that range. It, it's it's affordable. It, that's, I mean, it has to be. Uh, and But the one thing that gives us an edge, we are direct-to-consumer, so we're not in retail stores. We don't do the wholesale side of the equation, and so we're able to deliver a higher-quality product at a more affordable price wow. uh, than when, if you're going through retail and, the, and that aspect. It's, we can deliver yeah. a much higher-quality product. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's cool. We're going to have to get down there and check out the, uh, the We got an awesome the office. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. and, and that's right there in Franklin? Or? It's right there in Franklin. So if you guys off of Seaboard Lane, uh, okay. if you know where Costco is in Franklin, like we're like 200 yards away. Awesome. I'll stop by Costco and then stop by, <laughs> uh, stop by the office. Well, real quick, how'd the name come about? I, it's, we started as a high performance uh, and we thought of athletes and we're constantly moving, constantly adapting. We need high performance. Uh, and so we didn't want to be athlete. And so, but fleet is just a very recognizable. And once you hear it, you never forget it. Fleet. It sticks with you. Yeah. Take away the A, it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget it. Uh, fleet.com, T H L E T E.com. And uh, Fleet Outdoors on social media, right? Yeah. 
and if you just type in fleet you'll find us yeah okay yeah <laughs> and you can see gabriel's awesome work on youtube <laughs> and instagram like we're growing like crazy and so yeah follow awesome. us man it helps us yeah follow them follow us i appreciate y'all being here today this is very cool uh adrian thank you for matching this up i know he's in the background there uh thanks for uh bringing these guys in and uh very cool technology. I'm going to go check it out. Maybe get me a, a few layers. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to everything you're going to start doing. And the fishing stuff, I'm, I'm ready for that, too. Cause, uh, <laughs> we'll have to go fishing. Yeah, <laughs> I know some places. So. Perfect. Yeah, we'll we go. plenty of guys in here to shoot video, so we'll just have to set up a, a whole video <laughs> yeah. shoot. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you, William. Thank you, Gabriel. I appreciate it. Um, we'll have you back sometime. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, all right. Yeah. All right. This is Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.